Okay, we're live. Uh, welcome in to another version, <clears throat> hopefully less COVID version of uh, betting the pitch. I'm the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Feel free to throw any questions or things you want me to go over for next week's uh, Champions League and uh, I guess domestic league podcasts or video streams or wherever you're accessing. Thank you for watching, listening, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, without further ado, going to try to make this another rapid, not test, but rapid episode of betting the pitch. So uh, as I silence WhatsApp, we're going to go through the Premier League to start. Um, and we actually have a Friday match this week. So Newcastle hosts Leeds, currently getting a quarter of a goal from a Leeds team that I've, uh, I think, been pretty disappointing to start the season. He had the leg break last week with Pascal Stroik suspended, which I don't think is a huge miss for them. Uh, but it's, I think a match about styles. Newcastle are clearly a team that are just trying to survive at this point and remain in the league another year, which says something from, I think, the, the lofty heights that they once were. Um, I don't know if that's been in my lifetime. But anyway, uh, Leeds is a quarter goal underdog, I think says exactly what you'd expect from this match. They're going to boss possession, uh, run forward, throw as much as they can, and Newcastle defense which has been pretty shaky for years now. Uh, the Newcastle offense seems to have some bodies, but they don't really ever produce uh, when they're on the pitch together. So that's a pretty big problem. Um, I'm not sure that Newcastle has a very juiced one quarter as well. So likely potentially falling to pick them um, is enough for me to, to play anything. So moving to Saturday, Wolves host Brentford currently giving half of a goal. I don't know what Wolves, uh, what the market thinks about Wolves because their offense literally did nothing until an own goal. Um, after two Watford players, defenders could not clear a ball and then it hit the guy in the wrong spot. And then uh, Sierra Alta had a terrible, terrible match for Watford last weekend, but we'll get to that later. Anyway, uh, Brentford getting half of a goal is, is, is pretty hard to uh, to pass up. They were very competitive with Brighton last weekend, uh, deserved probably better than a, a late goal, which is the Brighton trademark, I think, this season. Um, I'll get to that later. But Brentford getting a half of a goal from a team that can't score seems like a really monstrous number because I think we we know at this point that Brentford are going to defend. Uh, Wolves are a decent defense. I'll give them that. And they certainly make chances uh, or create chances, big ones at that, but they can't score them. So uh, I think this should be a quarter. And currently with minus 110 both ways on bet online, I think Brentford will make my card. Burnley then hosts Arsenal getting half of a goal with all the juice in the Burnley side. This line seems short. Arsenal have been terrible. I think I've one goal the entire season thanks to a, a single goal against Norwich last weekend. Um, I think Arsenal are going to be one of those teams that start slowly like they did last year, have a good stretch, and then probably finish uh, around the the bottom of the Europa League, Europa Conference League, whatever. Um, but ultimately, Burnley, their defense has been problematic for over a year now. I think they, they were a team that could really fight you um, wouldn't give you an inch, would foul the heck out of you and not let you try to get any goals. But taking a lead against Everton and then giving three goals away to a team that didn't have Calvert-Lewin and uh, Richarlison has had plenty of problems scoring on his own um, and I think needs to move to a better club and then he can really shine when the pressure's not really on him as a one or two in that team or 10 or nine, whatever you want to say. Um but Burnley as a home dog, I think, is, is is valuable. But ultimately, if they do anything to try to be more aggressive, that only puts a defense that's a lot weaker now in peril. Uh, so that's not going to be on my card. Man City then hosts Southampton, giving two and a quarter goals. Um, 
clearly they can score three after scoring six on Leipzig uh, in the midweek. But that's certainly some tired legs. I think Southampton have been a lot more feisty than a lot of people expected as, as everyone was kind of writing them off as potentially relegation surprise uh, entering the season and then certainly didn't start the year off well. But the point against United and then I think playing competitively recently has been good for them. Um, the problem is I just think Man- they're going to have real trouble scoring a single goal. And if Man City get one, they're likely getting two. And then can they get five? Probably uh, I'm just not sure that they're a, a side I want to back. Certainly Southampton would have been in the past, but I'm trying to avoid these these big spreads because um, I don't really see a, a path to victory unless Southampton really just sit back and defend, which I don't think is the Hazen Hotel uh, strategy. Liverpool then hosts Crystal Palace, giving two goals, goal of juice on the Palace side. Um, Palace with a great performance last weekend, aided by a red card from Tottenham. Um, and... That might be all you can say about it. I think I've been really disappointed by Crystal Palace this season under Patrick Vieira, though they're not much different than the disappointment they were last season or the season before that. They just don't really seem to do much. Uh, injuries have not really been on their side. And Liverpool can crush teams. They've shown they can do that. Uh, what a wacky midweek match with AC Milan. And they certainly gave up some goals they probably wouldn't have if Virgil van Dijk was on the pitch. Um, I just... Crystal Palace getting two is a nice number with all the juice on their side might fall to one and three quarters, probably sticks to two um, when it kicks off on Saturday. I just, I don't know that I want to deal with that. Norwich then hosts Watford giving a quarter of a goal with most of the juice on the Norwich side. This is a match that Norwich have to win if they're going to uh, avoid relegation. They get another team who's newly promoted who struggles offensively and Norwich are going to have to do something. And I just don't know if they can. Um, they're the, the favorite, they were the favorite to get relegated coming into the season, haven't done anything to change that and only look worse. Um, Watford's offense has been really, really problematic. Besides maybe that first match of the season that really kind of threw people off, they haven't been scoring against bad teams or, or non-top-of-the-league teams. So we'll see what happens when they face the big boys. So they look like a, a second relegation side. Um, Norwich as a favorite looks a little bit questionable to me at this point though i think if they're not favored here will they be favored in any matches is their their i guess their best chance to to get three points and, and try to turn the ship around um i think that does bring some added pressure to them and that they'll be probably playing on their front foot a lot more maybe than they need to be maybe it's something they need but i, I just think it's going to put them in a, in a tough position so watford getting a quarter is interesting to me especially if this keeps climbing at a half i probably can't resist even though I just said to myself last week I didn't want to back Watford. But I think other than that own goal that kind of set Wolves off and then made them come out and push forward a little bit more, um, I think Timo Pukki looks really old for Norwich. I just, I don't know where the goals come from. And nil-nil might be a, a likely result, and that pays you half of a bet on, on Watford. Uh, the afternoon match on Saturday, Aston Villa hosting Everton. Currently, Villa giving a quarter of a goal with all the juice in the Everton side. I think I thought this would be a pick uh, when I was guessing my numbers. Um, Everton's defense has been, I think, pretty good for the last two seasons, um, whether that was because of very defensive lineups or now a conservative new manager. I'm not sure exactly. And not having Calvert-Lewin is certainly an issue for their offense, but the Villa offense without Jack Grealish has been non-existent. So I don't know why you'd expect it would be. Danny Ng can certainly score a bicycle kick, but that's pretty low percentage value or low XG on those. Um, so Everton right now, though, they have all the juice on their side, might fall to pick them. I'm pretty interested in that side. And, and don't expect Calvert-Lewin back for this one, but um, don't really see a lot of goals coming from Aston Villa either. 
Uh, moving to Sunday, Brighton hosts Leicester. Currently all the juice on the Brighton side. Um, maybe climbing to a quarter of a goal favorite, which is saying something for who Brighton is. Leicester with a pretty clinical attack yesterday. Um, got, as a lot of people like to say, bombarded uh, by <clears throat> Napoli at home. But took a 2-0 lead um, without Jamie Vardy. And um, I think at his age is catching up to him. And he's really affecting kind of their offensive output because there's not a lot besides him. But uh, Leicester were able to get two on Napoli, which was fairly impressive, I thought. Um, <clears throat> Brighton is just not a team that I think has a good enough offense as a favorite. So if they move to a quarter, I might be on Leicester. Uh, brings me some painful memories of taking Leicester as an underdog at West Ham, I think, week one. But I think Leicester um, are in a better position defensively now. They have a little bit more co- cohesion. I don't know what's going on with Chalar Yunchu, who is just a red carder. He's, he's going to get carded. He's a red card waiting to happen, I think, once he gets that first yellow. Um, but ultimately, Brighton's offense still is not something I can, I can believe in. Um, and I would like them to be a favorite for a lot of the season. West Ham then hosts Manchester United without uh, Mikel Antonio, who got a ridiculous second yellow to get suspended in like stoppage time last weekend. Um, United had the midweek match disappointment against Young Boys with a uh, sending off of, of Juan Bissaka in, in the first half, I think it was. Um, I think West Ham are going to have to play really defensively here. Getting less than a goal without Antonio is probably not enough for me. Um, <clears throat> they are tried and true defense um, oriented side though, and they should have success with that. I just don't know what to do with them uh, getting less than a goal from a United side that um, really weren't great in the last match, but Ronaldo uh, was set up by gifts from the uh, whoever it was keeper and from the Newcastle keeper. I think it was another reason not to back that Newcastle, but um, I'm going to move on to Tottenham then hosting Chelsea currently Tottenham getting three quarters of a goal. Um, I think you need to have Sonny here to want to back Tottenham or to see them hit plus one, which I don't think they will at home, as I think this line is already pretty big. Um, do you really want to fade Chelsea right now? I mean, they were pretty sluggish, I think, against um, Zenit in the Champions League this week. But, I mean, they've had a few days to rest. Certainly will have more tired legs than Tottenham. Actually, not they won't because Tottenham had to play at Wren and started a pretty full side and got a draw, having to come back to equalize. So... Uh, I don't know. Chelsea's the best club in this league, I think, right now. Um, I know they're not the favorites to win the Premier League, but they're up there. And we're 10 and a half minutes already in, so trying to make this a quick podcast. So we're going to move forward to, uh, we'll go La Liga next. Okay, uh, Friday match, we have Celta de Vigo hosting Cadiz, giving a full goal right now with all the juice on Celta de Vigo, likely climbing one and a quarter. Uh, Cadiz, they're not going to score a lot of goals. Their defense is going to have to keep them in it. They're going to give a ton of possession, which is what Celta de Vigo want. But I think Celta's really best way to score is when they have an open pitch. And I don't think Cadiz are going to give that to them because they know that they can't do that. Uh, the Celta de Vigo offense got a couple goals against Real Madrid, but their defense was far worse and gave up, I think, four to an aging and really uh, poor Real Madrid offense. So that's saying something. I think I'm interested in Cadiz, especially when it climbs to one and a quarter before kickoff today. Um, I just don't know if I really want to get in the way um, with a team that I'm hoping, praying will score once. And Celta certainly could get three. Um, I just I just don't think the Celta offense has been good enough to really believe that three is a realistic point of view. Two is certainly is. So really, if you're back in Cadiz, you need them to score. Uh, moving to Saturday, Rayo Vallecano hosting Getafe. 
I'm surprised to see Ryo giving a quarter, though all the juice on the Hatafe side. Hatafe as a favorite is like an auto bet against at this point. They have no offense. Um, Ryo had a ton of goals and scored a bunch, I think pretty fortunately, in a 4-0 win a couple weeks ago. I'm not really sure that I believe they'll score. They got a late equalizer in their last match. It's Levante, disappointing for Levante, but I don't think Ryo's very good. I don't think is very good. So I just it's probably one I, I hope closes Pickham so I can avoid it as an underdog player. Atleti then hosts Athletic Club. Currently Atleti giving three quarters of a goal, which I think is a good number for Athletic Club, though obviously I'd love plus one. I probably would play plus one. Uh, getting three quarters, though, is interesting. I think Athletic Club have a defensive mindset similar to Atletico and they do have some great counter-attacking weapons like Inyaki Williams who can exploit any type of defense because he's faster than almost anybody. Um, I think Athletic, Atletico, these names are the same, it's difficult. Atleti with uh, midweek, some, some I guess, tired legs or more tired legs than Athletic Club have, that will certainly be a downgrade for him um, after getting, I think, the week off. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe they didn't, but... Anywho, I think I think Athletic Club are interested in me at three quarters. We'll see what happens where this line goes. Uh, don't really look like doesn't look like it's hitting plus one. Elche then hosts Levante. Currently, pick them with all the juice in the Elche side, likely climb into a quarter. I think Elche have done some good business. They're playing a lot better. Uh, welcome in Pivot. Um Elche at, at a quarter of a goal. I just don't believe in their offense enough. Dario Benedetto. Dario Benedetto coming in from Marseille was really nice for their offense. It gives them a target man, which is really important. Uh, Levante are a great offensive side. They can score goals. Their defense is where they have problems. And I think they're going to be really more and more focused on it as they keep giving up late equalizers to cost themselves points. They did it against last week against Rio. They did it to Real Madrid before. Um, they have great attacking talent. And as an underdog, I'm probably going to play them as I don't believe in the LJ offense. Um, even with the Benedetto addition, uh, they still got plenty of problems in defense as well. Uh, and that's what happens when with a second-year sophomore slump. Uh, Alaves then hosts Osasuna uh, in the nightcap on Saturday. Osasuna as a pick but with all the juice right now. Um, likely climbing to a quarter-goal favorite. It makes me interested in Alaves as a home underdog, though they've been off to a pretty poor start. Osasuna can create chances and are good at that, but finishing them is a big problem. And I think... Um, without a, a two stoppage time goals against Cadiz a couple of weeks ago, they'd be in much different situation. This line probably would look a lot different. So I'm interested in all of this if they climb to a quarter at home. Uh, Mallorca then hosts Villarreal on Sunday in the in the opener. Uh, Mallorca getting a quarter right now. Villarreal had to play midweek against Atalanta, uh, got a draw, um, and probably are going to be a defensive side in that competition, but I think are really going to be on the front foot a lot more in La Liga. Mallorca have, have shown to play pretty good defense. I think they were uh, decent and competitive last weekend, but didn't really get what they were looking for. Um, I'm interested in Mallorca getting a quarter at home, but I certainly would like a little bit more. Uh, Sociedad and Sevilla. That is Sunday morning. Doesn't look like Bet Online has a goal spread on it, of course, but I'll try to come up with exactly what this would look like. Uh, Sevilla looked to be a, a slight road favorite. Maybe a, a juice to pick them would be my guess uh, what it would be on another site. Um, I think Sociedad's offense is good. I think Sevilla are an offense that comes from possession, which would then limit what Real Sociedad can do offensively if they don't have the ball a lot. Um, the Sociedad defense is much worse. Sevilla somehow holding on to Jules Kunde was great. And I think Sevilla are a better club. So 
I'm not really sure that I want too much to do with Sociedad here unless they become a quarter goal underdog, and we'll see if that even happens. Betis then hosting Espanyol, giving half of a goal uh, with all the juice on the Espanyol side. Not sure this falls to a quarter. Espanyol's goal scoring has been a big problem for them, and they really uh, gave away three points to to Atletico Madrid last weekend. Uh, probably deserve a draw or maybe even a win. I just don't think the Espanyol offense is, is anything to speak of right now. Uh, they can certainly defend, and they're competitive defensively. I just don't know that they've got enough in offense. Betis, with tired legs from playing midweek, um, that's an issue. But they got the early match. Um in whatever league they were playing in Thursday and should be, uh, I think, a, a much better side. It's they're offensively, they, they've got some issues, but nothing like Espanol does. Uh, nightcap on Sunday is Valencia hosting Real Madrid. Currently Valencia getting half of a goal at home, which is shorter than I expected. Um, but Real Madrid are going to give short lines because they're not the strength, strong team that they were. Uh, got a miraculous win despite getting completely, thoroughly, utterly dominated by Inter Milan on the road in Champions League. On Wednesday, I think Valencia had a good showing despite falling behind last weekend. They're, they've got some offensive players. Bordelas has brought in some defense. Uh, I think they're looking better. I just don't know that half is enough of a goal um, to, to take against Real Madrid because they can certainly score goals. And then Monday, Barcelona hosting Granada after an embarrassing performance against Bayern uh, and really throwing the towel pretty early, kind of giving up on that match was, was surprising to see, to say the least. Barcelona giving one and a half goals to Granada. This is not the same Granada side. They can't really defend. Um, and they have some uh, offensive issues. They're really aged up front. They have some finishers, but they're not going to beat anybody with pace. And I just think Barcelona can, once they get one, the second goal is probably coming after that. So it's not enough for me. Uh, moving to Italy for Serie A, starting Friday, Sassuolo hosting Torino. Currently, Sassuolo giving three quarters of a goal. Have, I think, looked decent to start the season uh, under the new manager. It looks like he's kind of picked up where Deserbi left off when he left for Shakhtar. Um, Torino, I think, have been pretty competitive, though, and I think have, under the new manager that they took from Verona, who uh, had a really poor second half to last season, he looks like they're starting off well. I think deserve better against Atalanta. Um, so I'm interested in Torino. I think climbing to three quarter of a goal underdog seems even really higher than I expected. This doesn't look like it's going to hit one by the time it kicks off on Friday afternoon here in the U.S. Um, but ultimately, looking at Torino, as I think they played pretty well this season. Genoa then hosts Fiorentina, getting a quarter of a goal right now. Um, crazy comeback from two 0 down to win three two last week for Genoa in in the islands uh, against Cagliari. Um, Fiorentina, though, I think look really good. I think they got uh, – somehow they got a win against Atalanta last weekend. I'm not sure that was deserved, but they got it. Um, held on for dear life once they went up 2-0. Um, Genoa, I think, are going to be competitive. Fiorentina, though, I'm curious to see if Nico Gonzalez in the starting lineup is I think he makes them really dynamic offensively and is, is such a great signing for that club. Um, Genoa, I think, are really uh, a good defensive side, though, that will fight. So that interests me as a home dog. Inter Milan currently giving one and a half goals to Bologna. Uh, Bologna, I don't really believe can score much and Inter could probably name their score here. Should be pretty angry after, uh, giving up the 89 minute winner to Real Madrid. Um, and that really hurt them for winning the group. Unfortunately, Salernitana then host Atalanta with Atalanta as a big, big favorite. I think in the one and a half region, though, bet online doesn't have one listed. Of course, uh, Salernitana look like they're heading straight back down to Syria B, um, and Atalanta, they've not gone off to a good start. Maybe the draw in midweek against 
Uh, Villarreal helps, though they took a really early six-minute or so lead and probably deserve better than the draw that they finished with. Uh, they haven't been the same so far this year, so maybe this is the game to get them right. Uh, just hard to believe that they will, uh, based on how they've been playing. Moving to Sunday, Empoli hosting Sampdoria. Uh, it's a pick right now, Sampdoria having slightly more of the juice. I think that makes sense as the club that's been in the league for a long time. And Empoli, really with the win over Juve, was about the most you can say about him, I think. Um, not a lot for me to do there, as it doesn't look like it's going to be a, a quarter goal favorite on either side. Venezia then hosts Spezia. Currently, Venezia giving a quarter of a goal to Spezia is saying something because Venezia is pretty poor. Um, I don't know where this number comes from. All the juice is on the Spezia side, but that's one I certainly would look into as I think they're going to play aggressively. Um, they're going to push forward, deserve better. I think we're controlling a lot of the match against Udinese and give a late goal to lose. Um, that's the side that I really want because Venezia have not looked really competitive at all against the normal clubs. And Spezia being in the league for a second year consecutive, I think you consider them a normal Serie A uh, team at this point. Verona then hosts Roma, getting half of a goal. Verona has really not been the same team for uh, since the second half, since Christmas time of last year. Uh, Roma have looked very good. Their offense has been flying despite <laughs> Jose Mourinho. Um, so that's a tough number to want to touch. So I think I will skip that one. Lazio then hosts Cagliari, giving a goal and a quarter. And certainly some questions can be asked about Cagliari as their offense has um, got them to a 2-0 lead last week and then fell off the mat. Uh, and their defense was pretty poor, allowing three second-half goals, I think, to Genoa. That was pretty bad. Uh, Lazio... Um, I think are coming down to earth slightly, didn't play very well against Milan, but ultimately um, they, their offense has been great at home, should help. I think Calorie, if you want to back them, you're going to need them to, to potentially draw this match. I'm not sure that I feel that great about that defense after um, those terrible goals, or three goals that they allowed uh, to lose last week's match from a pretty comfortable position. Uh, Juve then hosts AC Milan in the big one on Sunday night. Uh, Juve currently a quarter goal favorite with all the juice on their side, like be climbing to a half of a goal. Uh, Milan, I think, did well for themselves. Somehow took a lead at Liverpool despite getting uh, dominated, I think is a name, a word that's overused, but they are getting controlled for sure by uh, rotated Liverpool side. Not a great sign, but ultimately uh, Juve have looked pretty bad. I think uh, a big win against a Swedish team in the Champions League who are big underdog to even get there. I don't think that solves their problem. Certainly might add some confidence, but they've got a ways to go before I think they can lay a half of the goal to a team like Milan. Uh, then Monday night football in, in Italy, we have Udinese giving or getting half of a goal at home from Napoli. I think Napoli showed their offensive chops, couldn't score for like, I think they took them 40 shots or something like that to get their two goals. At, Le- at Leicester, but um, pretty impressive to get a draw from down 2-0. I think Udinese are a defensive side. They're going to play that way. Um, I'm not sure that half a goal is enough for me, even at home. Uh, so I think Napoli are, are likely to score, and I'm not sure that Udinese will. As this climbs, maybe three quarters. That makes me a little more interested in Udinese, but uh, I think for now is not going to make my card. Uh, moving to the Bundesliga, we have Erta Berlin hosting Gorta fourth on Friday. Erta giving three quarters of a goal. And if you've watched Erta, I don't think you could back them at this number. But the problem is, is fourth have been so bad and are clearly not at the level that this might be the match that Berlin uh, turns up and actually shows that, that they might be a team that will stay in the league again. They've done some selling. Cunha gone. Also, uh, Luca Bacchio gone. So they're recognizing, they're kind of reading the, the tea leaves, I think. And they recognize that things are not good for them. But ultimately, I just, I just don't know that fourth are really 
good enough. They're, I think, were the lowest budget entering the Bundesliga, and it's, it's showing. Uh, moving to Saturday, Bielefeld hosting Hoffenheim. Currently, get Bielefeld getting half of a goal. I think they almost outplayed. You can make that argument against Gladbach and lost 3-1. Didn't cover a massive spread that they didn't deserve to get. Hoffenheim have been pretty poor. Um, I think got dominated last last weekend. Um, Honus, their manager, I have questions about for sure. Um, but Bielefeld, with all the juice at a half of this fall, so quarter, I'm, I'm not sure that they're a side I want to back, only getting a quarter um, from a team that should be a better, will definitely be a better offense than Bielefeld is. That's kind of where their problem is. And if Bielefeld is going to give up goals, then they're really going to be in, in danger of relegation. Augsburg then hosts Gladbach, getting half of a goal with all the juice in Gladbach's side, likely climbing to three quarters. Gladbach still are, are look really bad to me. I just, Augsburg have no offense or defense is pretty poor. Um, so really you're hoping for a nil-nil, which they've been doing this season somehow. I'm just not sure that's the, the only way that you can win a bet that you want to back on. Even if, if this climbs three quarters, you're still losing half of a bet if they lose one nil. I think Gladbach will probably get a goal. Uh, Bayern München then giving three goals to Bochum. Um, three was barely enough for Bayern, so, or excuse me, for Barcelona against Bayern midweek. Different scenario for sure, and Bochum are just going to defend the whole time. Um, and I think Bochum are... Uh, competent in their defense, have a decent back line and look like they fight pretty hard to try to keep their shape. I just, I don't know what's plus three is a huge number. I'm, I'm just trying to teach myself to, to not look at these things that closely. Mines then host Freiburg, giving half of a goal with all the juice in the Freiburg side. I think even as falls to a quarter, I'm still interested in Freiburg as mine's their domination of Hoffenheim, I think, was mainly defensively and taking two pretty good left-footed chances. Uh, Freiburg have had a great start to the season, um, came back from the dead to, to draw against Cologne um, in a kind of a revenge match after pasting uh, Cologne in the regular season last season. Um, I think ultimately I'm interested in Freiburg looking to see what happens with this number uh, as Mines is a half a goal favorite. I think it's too high. Quarter is probably fair. Um, we'll see if it falls to that number. Cologne then hosts Leipzig, getting three quarters of a goal with all the juice on the Cologne side. I'm not sure if this one will fall to a half, so I'm interested in Cologne as a home dog. I think Leipzig defense was uh, will, will certainly be better than the six they shipped to Man City in Champions League. But that's a whole different level, though. Cologne are attacking unlike they have for the last two seasons, and I think they've been finding some success doing that. Um, the new manager from in from Paderborn uh, has been very aggressive, and it's been it's been uh, he's been reaping the, the benefits, or it's been paying dividends, whatever the phrase I should use here is. And Leipzig, I think, have big offensive problems. Jesse March, I think, will be a better solution or help for them compared to Nagelsmann. But ultimately, um, as a road big road favorite on short rest, does does seem a little bit problematic to me to, to give that type of number. So I'm, I'm looking at Cologne, but would love plus one if I could somehow get that. Moving to Sunday, Stuttgart hosting Bayer Leverkusen. Stuttgart are a shell of themselves right now. Leverkusen are scoring a ton of goals, so Leverkusen giving a quarter on the road seems kind of short to me. Uh, Dortmund then hosts Union, giving a goal and a quarter. And here's where a, a darling to me, Union, who's basically been crushing it and, and winning me a, a ton of bets and a ton of money, keeping me afloat maybe if you call it that, last season. Uh, they have some trouble now as they're playing conference league matches. Uh, lost in the midweek, had an early red card from Yakul, who's a new player who I think 
made some really, really stupid challenges to get sent off. Um, and that's a big problem for them because they've lost some players. They've brought in a bunch to try to lengthen the squad, but it's a bunch of kind of low-cost, short-term rental type thing with just one season. Uh, and I'm not sure what that's going to look like. Dortmund getting, giving more than a goal is a lot for them with that, that terrible defense that they have, but they can score four goals and, and Union wouldn't get three. So um, that's a big question. Something I'll be looking at, but trying to keep my hands away from. Uh, last in the Bundesliga is Wolfsburg, was in Frankfurt, giving half of a goal with most of the juice on the Wolfsburg side. Big number for Wolfsburg to lay, considering they're not really a great offense. But they've done some add, adding to, with, with offensive players like Luka Bacchio. Um, at the end of the transfer window, that was big for them. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but Frankfurt are not looking good, and, and getting a half is probably not enough for me to back them, even against a poor Wolfsburg offense. Last but not least, moving to France as we power through, trying to get this under 30 minutes. Strasbourg hosting Mets on Friday, uh, giving half of a goal with all the juice on the Strasbourg side. Here we go again. Mets disrespected always from lines. Um, I think that they're going to be they're going to play an open brand of football. Strasbourg defense at this point, I'm just ready to say it's it's given up because it's not the same as it was last season. That's what they were were strong with. It's been really bad this season. They brought in some offense and have really given away the defense, and I can't really explain why. Um, but giving half a goal, trending towards three quarters, seems like way too big, even at home. I, I just don't I don't see how they wouldn't buy more than a goal, and that makes me think Mets is worth a, a shot here as a as a team that will go forward and try to score goals. Uh, Saturday, Lowell's hosting Lille. Pick them uh, with Lowell's with most of the juice at home. Disappointed as I hoped Lille would be favored ridiculously for another week in a row, but that didn't happen. Uh, Lowell's are probably the better side right now, I think, um, or at least are very comparable. So the home field brings them the, the extra juice. Uh, Sanetien on Saturday then hosts Bordeaux, giving half of a goal. Uh, it's a big number for Sanetien to lay. Bordeaux, I think, have been playing pretty well considering their financial issues. Um, and I'm a little bit tempted to back them as I think they've shown they're a little bit more stable than I expected. And when you consider Sanetien's, uh, I think their issues with scoring is, is a big reason that I wouldn't want to, or I would look the other way to, to fade them at giving half of a goal. Uh, Sunday, Nice hosting Monaco. Uh, pick them with more juice in the Monaco side is absolutely ridiculous. Monaco um, have been terrible to start the season. Nice have been great. This makes no sense. I think I might even play Nice at Pick'em. I'm not even looking for the, the quarter, but no reason to play just yet. Certainly if it moves to a quarter, I'll, I'll just grab it and figure, figure out lineups later. Angers then hosting Nolt. Currently Angers giving a quarter of a goal uh, with all the juice on their side. So like climbing to a half. It's probably a big number. I'm just not sure that the Nolt offense is really good enough for me to want to get involved with them on the road against an Anjay side who have played way better than I think I expect to come into the season. Claremont foot then giving half of a goal to Brest is too big of a number, in my opinion, for a newly promoted side, though they've been really competitive and got a lot of respect against PSG with closing, I think a goal and a half underdog last week um, got smashed, but that still says something about what the market thinks of them. And so I think kind of telegraphed this would be a little bit higher than I think it should have been. Brests are a good defensive side, not a great offense, but, Claremont foot will likely push forward and, and try to control a lot of possession. Brest should be plenty prepared for that as that's how they normally play. Rems then giving a quarter to Lorient is a little bit more respect for Lorient than I expected, though they've been very competitive this season. Rems, I think, are a really good underdog. Not sure how they could they be as a favorite. and I'm not sure that I want to fade them at only a quarter. Trois then host Montpellier, currently Pickham, which I think gives a lot of respect to Trois, who've been competitive as a newly promoted side, but ultimately I think their offense is a little bit problematic. Montpellier, 
got rid of Laborde and Delore and still are, are scoring goals. It's kind of incredible, a great performance despite selling a lot of their, their heart and soul uh, pretty much last week. Um, but they were good. And then Marseille Ren uh, looks like I have no line on this one, of course. Um, I imagine Marseille will be a favorite at home, um, but we'll see what happens. As there's no line here, hard for me to say. Uh, pretty much Marseille with a tough draw in midweek, but I think they're they're a better side than Ren. Uh, I was looking at Ren maybe as getting a half, but I think it might be a quarter at the moment. But I'm just speculating at this point. And last but not least, PSG Lyon in a big match. Uh, had a ton of red cards, if I remember, last from last season. Uh, PSG didn't look great against Bruges in Champions League. They're certainly going to take some time to gel and figure out that there's only one ball on the pitch that they can't all have it. Lyon's defense is so open that the problem is that I just feel like PSG can name their number. I think Lyon will score. Over is probably worth a look, but three and a quarter at Bet Online currently is also uh, asking a lot for a match that might be a little bit more uh stingy than you might expect but i think both teams are going to push forward and that doesn't feel good for leon even getting a goal and a half which is a big number um even from this awesome psg side so i think that covers what i'm going through hopefully i'll have a little bit better voice next time you listen to me won't be so nasally and i can maybe taste something in the future but thanks for coming in i'm the real underscore i am at the real underscore g warner on twitter hit me up on there if you got anything you want to go through hopefully we can win some money this weekend thanks so much